Hello, Elder Barbara here. I hope you're well. Welcome to the Church Within You podcast. I'm going to do a reading, and the title of it is The Temporal and Eternal. I will be doing this from the Amplified Bible, 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter. For we know that if the earthly tent, our physical body, which is our house, is torn down through death. We have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For indeed in this house we groan, longing to be clothed with our immortal, eternal, celestial dwelling, so that by putting it on we will not be found naked. For while we are in this tent, we groan, being burdened, often weighed down, oppressed. Not that we want to be unclothed, being separated by death from the body, but to be clothed so that what is mortal, the body, will be swallowed up by life after the resurrection. Now, he who has made us and prepared us for this very purpose is God, who gave us the Holy Spirit as a pledge, as a guarantee, as a down payment on the fulfillment of his promise. So then, being always filled with good courage and confident hope, and knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight, living our lives in a manner consistent with our confident belief in God's promises. We are of good courage and confident hope and prefer rather to be absent from the body and to be at home with the Lord. Therefore, whether we are at home on earth or away from home and with him, it is our constant ambition to be pleasing to him. For we believers will be called to account and must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each one may be repaid for what has been done in the body, whether good or bad. That is, each will be held responsible for his actions, purposes, goals, motives, the use or misuse of your time, opportunities, and abilities. Therefore, since we know the fear of the Lord and understand the importance of obedience and worship, we persuade people to be reconciled to him. But we are plainly known to God. He knows everything about us. And I hope that we are plainly known also in your consciences, your God-given discernment. We are not commending ourselves to you again, but are giving you an occasion to be rightfully proud of us so that you will have an answer for those who take down in pride, outward appearances, the virtues they pretend to have, rather than what is actually in heart. If we are out of our mind, just unstable fanatics, as some critics may say, it is for God. If we are in our right mind, it is for your benefit. 
For the love of Christ controls and compels us because we have concluded this, that one died for all, therefore all died. And he died for all so that those who live would no longer live for themselves, but for him who died and was raised for their sake. So from now on, we regard no one from a human point of view according to worldly standards and values. Though we have known Christ from a human point of view, now we no longer know him in this way. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that is, grafted in, joined to him by faith in him as Savior, he is a new creature, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things the previous moral and spiritual conditions have passed away. Behold, new things have come because spiritual awakening brings a new life. But all these things are from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ, making us acceptable to him and gave us the ministry of reconciliation so that by our example, we might bring others to him. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not counting people's sins against them, but canceling them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation, that is, restoration to favor with God. So we are ambassadors. We are, you are an ambassador for Christ, as though God were making his appeal through us we, as Christ's representatives, plead with you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. He made Christ, who knew no sin, to be judiciously be sin on our behalf, so that in him we would become the righteousness of God. That is, we would be made acceptable to him and placed in a right relationship with him by his gracious loving kindness. 2 Corinthians 5, Amplified Bible. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, to the hearing, and to the doers of his holy word. Amen. Amen.